they're uh, punting this year. Punting. So I'm not even they're worried about that. They're punting this year. Yeah, they're, pun- I love they're that. punting on the season. Yeah. They're, they're saying, you know what, fuck season. it. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. Okay, what should we talk about? Kenny Pickett? Because I'm really excited. I had this like. Wait, why did they did they release him and get someone better? Okay, you guys are asking. no. We haven't we haven't talked since the draft, have we? Yeah, I know. No. I was gonna say we've, we've got had, draft. We've, we've had got a lot schedule. going on. We've had a lot going on, guys. Too much. I mean, we, let's, we, let's we could break it up. It. We could break it up into segments and talk about the draft and then do the schedule later. Or Listen, whatever. all I know is I am so excited about Kenny Pickett. I wanted him. I I feel like I. I'm so excited. I am like okay. Why? 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 Guys, why? I have why, this weird why, vision why, why, that he is the next like franchise quarterback. Like I just have this. I, I I felt this way before we drafted him, and I'm gonna find the episode. It never got released because I don't know what we had a couple episodes where like there was stuff that like we didn't put out, and like there was a few things like that was going on. I feel like I have an episode that didn't get into a clip of us talking about Kenny Pickett. I'm going to go back. I'm going to find it because I was like, we were talking about Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett. Remember I said, I said. Were me or Dale denigrating him? I yeah, said, just, maybe that's what happened. You guys were talking shit and it was mean. So I didn't put it out because you guys know how I am about mean stuff. I don't put it out on the podcast. Like, oh, yeah. You guys going to draft Kenny Pickett? Ooh. Yeah. Well, when I, you know. I, first round pick on him. <laughs> I said I wanted him. I said out of all the quarterbacks, that's who I wanted. All right. Why? So would, just, why? Why? I, I keep coming back and saying why. Like know, that's I all this, I want to say. I why? 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 Weird vision of him. Just I don't know what it is, guys. Like I have, like I know, like there's not like a lot of people aren't optimistic, but I just have this weird feeling he's gonna be good. The feeling. I have a different feeling. feeling. I feel like. <laughs> The Steelers panicked and just drafted a quarterback, and they knew that most of their fans wouldn't be outraged because the dude's from Pitt, and that they really are just like, well, we have no fucking clue what we're doing. So we have Mitch Trubisky here. We have Kenny Pickett there. And don't put to bed the whole Baker Mayfield thing. Oh, I'm not putting that to Mayfield's bed. I'm not putting that to bed because I still all keep saying to everyone. Baker, right? Baker Mayfield is the there. type of dude – where the Browns end up having to cut him because they can't trade him to anybody and they, they're too stubborn to just fucking cut their losses and eat his salary and take a draft pick. If they were to end up cutting him, I feel like he could beat out anybody else on that roster. Oh, and he Tomlin knows the division. would love, Tomlin would love to like be like, yeah, I'll take him. We'll cut Mason, bring yeah. Baker in. It'd be perfect. Well, I mean, he's definitely better than Primanti's McSmall hands. And then you only have you only have Baker for one year, and he could be like a rental until you think Kenny Pickett's ready. Or if you decide Baker's good, you could sign Baker to like a a three year deal. Mm-hmm. Pickett would be on a what a four year deal. Yeah. So then you can make it, or, or you make a decision where you can say, okay, we can get we can cut our losses with Baker and not lose anyone. You structure the contract where it's like. We will come to a decision. We're either going to stick with Baker and we can move Pickett, or Pickett's ready and we can get rid of Baker, no problem. Yeah. But the Steelers get like, I you know, that's that's what I do. 
actually. I can't think of many other worse quarterback situations other than Seattle and Carolina, right? Houston. Maybe Washington's worse. Houston. Houston. But don't even, I don't even count Houston because Houston's not try, They don't care. Yeah, they're, they're actively, they're they're actively quarter, trying to, to tank that. Their quarterback situation is... Uh, CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, they're... They're uh, punting this year. Punting. So I'm not even worried they're about punting them. This year. Yeah, they're, pun- I love they're that. punting on the season. Yeah. They're, they're saying, you know what, fuck season. it. Yeah, they, they, they have no expectations of, that of they are punting succeeding on the season. this year. Eric's 100% right. I mean, Houston's going to do everything they can to get through the season, you know, hopefully not get anybody injured, win a couple of games, but mm-hmm. they don't want to be, they want to finish fourth and they want to finish with a high draft pick. Presumably, they want to finish with the number one draft pick. Yeah, the Texans could have basically had Baker Mayfield thrown into that Deshaun Watson deal, and they were like, "Nah, no thanks," because you know what? He might actually win five or six games from Texas. So a lot of these fucking hawks down here are going to be, you know, nutting all over themselves. Like, oh my god, Baker Mayfield's the Houston Texans. He's a Texan, you know. He's home. You're so terrible right now. I mean. At worst, they might have missed the opportunity to sell some jerseys, but that's Absolutely. at worst. So that's what we did with Brian Hartline for the Browns. You remember but that? Hey, but hey, what what a what a wide receivers coach he is! Oh man, there's a lot of people saying he's going to end up being uh, taken over for day. I don't know if he could handle something like that. If that's something he'd even want to do. Yeah, I don't. But I'm like, not sure he wants to to you know move up higher than where he's at. He, he, might, even, but, he might be, he's probably around the same age as Ryan Day, isn't he? I would say. Prob- yeah, probably. If he's younger, it's not by much. I think they're both younger than us. <laughs> no, uh, I'm pretty sure Day is slightly older. Oh, really? Um, I think here. I looked this up once. Um, yeah, I think we looked this up once. He's what, 42 or something? He is 43. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and let's see. I'll look what up part one. But, because uh, we were talking about it because they they gave, um, okay, Heartline is 35. But uh, Day, they, they gave a uh, an extension and a raise to this year. Or this year, this week. Um. So he's going to be making like nine and a half million per season now. Mm. Probably afraid he's going to go with Stroud to the NFL. <laughs> well, they they had to give him the raise because he. Well, they didn't have to, but they were talking about he. They gave him the raise because he wasn't he wasn't among the top three highest paid coaches even in the conference. Did I show you guys the raccoons? Yeah, you sent me the picture. Uh, there was at least one picture of them like, got, on the side of the house. I got two baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got two baby pictures, like the babies, and I got like one big fat one in the window. I think. Yeah, they're gone. Good. It's all done. Good. The war is over. Uh, I saw a killed raccoon on the road today, and I cried a little bit because I was like, "Oh." Poor uh, I did the opposite. I saw a dead raccoon, and I was like, "But that's what you get, motherfucker." <laughs> I'm so sensitive. We're not, it's we're bad. not on the same side. I'm like the most sensitive person. I was crying tonight watching the Jerome Bettis football life thing. I was I, when Eric called me to tell me he was on his way home. I was watching like the Jerome mm. Bettis football life. And I was like bawling my eyes out. That's not that. 
I mean, it's not like that's a really sad story. I or know anything. he had a good story, but I still cried about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good story, but I don't think it's like that. I don't no, think it's very but, sad. Like, or yeah, he, was, he got really rich and won a Super Bowl. I know, but yeah. guys, I'm like the most Poor sensitive guy. person. Like that's why, like, I don't know. I just cry a lot. Like I saw, like I was watching it. You know what I don't like? I think why I cried is because like I don't like that coach that took. Oh, I don't know his name, Dale. You might know his name. Bill Cower. No, and I love Bill Cower. The guy yeah, for the Rams, you, the Rams coach. Oh, Dick Vermeil? Dick Vermeil. The Vermeil. one that took over when he was like, oh. oh. Mike Martz. The one was like, there was no, the first coach he had at the Rams was like something like uh, Knox. Knox or, look it up. Really? Yeah, look it up. I don't remember. But like the coach he first had at the Rams. and head, then, you're, ta- you're talking head coach. Yeah. There was one coach he first had that drafted him. Then another I coach. I thought that that was, that was not Vermeil. I don't think so. I thought it was like a Knox or something. Or no, no. Uh, all Knox. right. Let me. Look it up because I, I might be I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Dale, um, Dale, you guys get to the bottom. I'm, lo- I'm looking up, uh, I'm looking up their coaches. So. But like, so mind you, I'm watching this story. I've never seen it. And I've seen a lot of these like stories. I've watched a lot, but I've never seen the Jerome Bettis one. So I was all excited. All right, so Chuck Knox yes, was Chuck the Knox. coach. Yes, that was ninety-two who, to ninety-four. Yes, that's who drafted him. That, and that's who drafted him. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. Chuck Knox. That's his name. I couldn't think of a Knox. So then the new coach came in and wanted to convert him to like a fullback and didn't want to use him as much. He went to more of a offensive mind style coaching, not running as much, more like passing. And like then that's how he agreed to trade him to Pittsburgh. And then he tried when the interview mm-hmm. when he was doing the interview. Fun fact, he's from Sewickley, Pennsylvania. Well, it's hilarious that he's from Pennsylvania. Yes, that's even more ironic and hilarious because he literally was like, yeah, I kind of like think I basically got Jerome in the Hall of Fame because if I wouldn't have done that trade to Pittsburgh, he probably wouldn't have had the career he had with me with the Rams. Yeah, because you were stupid. Yeah, but he didn't like... He didn't use it. Like, he wasn't using Jerome, him. Jerome Bettis wasn't built for what the Rams were trying to do. He was built for what the Steelers you know, were trying to do in that kind of division. Yeah. This is this without getting this too far off track. Fun fact about Chuck Knox. What? Well, no, sorry, go ahead. I thought it was you oh, were going to say, but. No, yeah. Well, I, I didn't realize this. He's number 10 on the all time win list for coaches. Who? Chuck Knox? Yeah. Oh. Like, you, I didn't realize see? he was that successful. Hmm. Did you see. That he actually had two stints as the Rams coach from 73 to 77. Yeah. And then again from 92 to 94. So he just took like, you know, um, a 15 year break in between. Hmm. That'd be like the Browns rehiring uh, fucking. Who's uh, the one Belichick? guy that came from the Hurricanes? No. Who came? Who? Bush oh, Davis. Bush Davis. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is. He was coaching the whole time, though. He was 73 to 77 with the Rams. Okay. And 78 to 82 with the Bills. Okay. Um, then the Seahawks from 83 to 91, then back to the Rams. And, yeah, he's so he won 186 games, lost 147. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's ten, the, the only coaches that have won more games than him are Dan Reeves, Chuck Knoll, Marty Schottenheimer, Curly Lambeau. Andy Reid, Tom Landry, Bill Belichick, George Hallis, and Don Shula. Wow. I mean, you know what's interesting? Huh? 
uh, he a lot of head coaches when they lose a job, they end up like being a coordinator or something somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah, he never did that. After he became a head coach, he stayed a head coach. Wow, man! So this this is a rabbit hole that we could go down forever. I'm just seeing some of these other coaches' records. Some of these are obscene, like like crazy good. Well, Bill Belichick's record with the Patriots is he's won 254 <laughs> games and lost 99. Wow. That's in he's won 155 more games than he's lost that in in New England. That's insane. Wow. That's so good. So, I mean, like I mean Everybody knows Belichick's good, but like when you put it in perspective, it's yeah. Yeah, I mean it's the the number is just stags his ass off. <laughs> Eric, I still need to figure out a name for you. Like seriously, because Adam said we need to make little like logo shirts, like the brain with like Dale's like outline and of his he, face. He could be the enigma, I guess. Or I don't know. He, he's he's everything. Eric's everything. Yeah, that's good. We'll put everything underneath. Because you're funny. You're smart. You're... God. Pete Carroll is 21 on the all-time wins list. Even more disgusting, Mike Tomlin is 18th. I love Mike Tomlin. Talk about an overrated coach. Mike Tomlin could get pretty high on that. He can, but he's... I feel like he's an incredibly overrated coach. Yeah, but I don't think this year's will ever get rid of him unless he went like two and fourteen, like three years in a row. Yeah. That's what it would take. Mm. He's never been under five hundred for this amount of time. It would take some serious pitfalls for the Steelers to be done with him. Do you not agree, Shannon? Oh, I love Mike Tomlin. It would take a lot for him to go away. And Mike Tomlin, what? Oh, love him. I love his sarcasm and his slight little like he's so smart. When you listen to him talk, he's so and, smart. Yeah, and when he you know sticks his leg out to trip a guy running oh, down. Okay, the- that's old news. <laughs> old news. Can't we get well, over I mean, that? You don't. You don't. You don't think that that's fun when he does that? I mean, it was old news. I mean, it's how many years ago now? Oh, yeah, it's old news. I old mean, news. I have a question for you. What? As a Steelers fan, what would it take? To make you want them to fire Mike Tomlin, what like like how how long of a leash does Mike Tomlin have in your eyes? That's a good question. I'm like, really interested to hear this. Mm, I'd say four losing seasons. Wow! In a row. In a row. I'll I'll tell you what you did not disappoint in terms of. I was like Shannon's gonna have a really long leash for this. I. I'd say four. I'd give him four losing seasons. Um, you, you, I feel like if if you had like three losing seasons, no, because most no, no. I'm just saying. I feel like most of the fan base would be losing their minds. Yes, probably most of the Steelers fan base would be losing their mind. But I am more like you can't judge somebody off three years. Like if say three seasons, yeah, things happen, things go wrong. Something would have to go wrong by the third year, though. Like, if the first two years were bad seasons, fine. But the third year, like, say, like, your, like, quarterback or your main running back or somebody got hurt. Like, there has to be a, another factor the third year. So, just just for some clarity, if you had, I know this is really unlikely, but if you had three straight eight and nine seasons, those are three straight technically losing seasons. That would, or 
sorry, you said four. So if all four were eight and nine, that would qualify for you? No. Okay. So when you, so it's not just. So losing technically seasons for me losing seasons, you, probably you have to be worse. Worse than eight and nine. Like I would say less than six wins. Less than six or six, 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 six and, and, and below. Six and below. Okay. Six and below. Like, if there was one season and there was seven, okay. But six and below would probably do it for me. But I just, I don't, I'm not as, like, I know, and, like, don't take this offensively. I know you guys aren't that type of Browns fans, but I know, like, Browns fans, it's, like, if a coach sucks one year, they're me like, get him out of there. And I'm, like, no, like. It takes longer well, to build. I, I think, to be fair, a lot of that sometimes is is people saying that about a guy that that a lot of people may have believed shouldn't have been there in the first place. Okay, you know what I mean? I feel like there's a difference where it's like, it's like, oh, Freddie Kitchens, he's terrible. Get rid of him. And it's not because you didn't give him enough time. It's because yeah. he should never have had he the job in the first place. Have. No, no, no. He shouldn't have. But, like, okay, yeah, like, say I Stefanski mean, has a bad year this year because, say, Deshaun gets say Deshaun gets a six-game suspension and the season isn't great. Are people going to be calling for Stefanski's head? I hope not because it's, no, like, it's yeah. he you have to look, you have to look at You have to look at why. Yes. Whatever happened, happened. And you're going to have then, stupid Browns fans that are dumb. Perfect. All right, so let's 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 get back on track a little bit. Can we talk about like the Browns draft? I know you guys. I want I want to know your thoughts. I'm excited about the Browns draft. We got Deshaun Watson. Okay, but he wasn't he wasn't a part of the draft. It was he was pretty. Well, I mean, well, he was part of the draft. Yeah, essentially, he's the first round pick for the, for the next three for next years. Three he was pre draft. So. He was pre draft. So okay, um, I was confused. The day of, okay, with uh, drafting the corner out of Mississippi State, okay, but then it became more clear to me when they traded Troy Hill. Now, a lot of this is probably has to do with like salary cap and draft capital and analytics, and they probably just didn't think that any of the guys that were there at those positions where they you know could have picked. We're going to be because they traded back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want them to trade back. I really wanted them to take the best receiver possible. And they could have had Pickens from Georgia who I was wanting them to pick. Uh, but they didn't, they still haven't really addressed that position. And now you have Jarvis Landry and uh, New Orleans. Not that we, I know we, we talked that we didn't want him back anyway, but he was an option. Yeah, he was. Um, you still need another receiver, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the Winfrey drafting was a uh, was pretty good. We'll mm-hmm. see. He he's got he talks the talk. Let's uh, let's see if he can walk the walk. I mean, he was playing against fucking I don't know some terrible Big Twelve teams, but uh, he he seems motivated. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the draft, I think, is just filling in like depth and maybe getting special teams players. There's not a lot of noteworthy stuff in there. Um, maybe Dale disagrees, is excited about some of these other guys, but like, I'm not. Oh, the, the receiver from Purdue, actually. I, I forgot about him. I was going to say, I, 
you know, as far as I, I, I agree with a lot of what you had to say, um, the, the pick of the corner was, was confusing, but did make a lot more sense after the Troy Hill move. Um, I still wish they would have not traded out of the earlier pick, um, and taken Ojabo. Yes. We talked uh, about this because as Stupid. usual, you know, the Ravens managed to get the best safety in the draft to fall to them. And they got a potential steal that just has to effectively redshirt for a season. Um, but that being aside, Emerson is, should be a good corner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with the amount of money and talent you have tied up with, um, in the secondary there, I have to say that that better not be a concern for the Browns defense the next, the next few years, because you've put too much attention toward it. Um, Looking at the class here, the linebacker from UAB that they got in the third round, I don't really know much about him. Um, I like throwing another body into that linebacker mix because it's been a weak spot. Uh, I do like David Bell a lot, um, but I also I would like him more if there was a better receiver opposite Amari Cooper. Okay. Um, I would feel really good about this wide receiving core if you had Cooper – and then someone else, along with Peoples Jones, Schwartz, David Bell, uh, yeah. they took Michael Woods from Oklahoma late. Um, there's still a bunch of know, uh, free I, agents, though, right? There's still a couple of free agents there's, out there. There's, there are some free agents, but you know, they the Browns still have work to do too. I mean, they still have to hopefully. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Eric disagrees. They still have to hopefully re-sign Clowney. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I think that's Clowney's number one. I think that's really important. Okay. Uh, bring Clowney back, and then the word on the street is that they might be able to get Indomitian Sue. Um, yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Which, which would be, you know, that would really, that would really solidify the defensive line, and then you would, you would have to say, looking at that defense, that your only, uh, your weak spot is the linebackers. Yeah. Uh, and then you go from there. And then the only other thing I'll mention on the, the draft class is uh, looks like they're kind of taking a page out of the, the Bengals playbook. You know, the Bengals drafted the kicker last year and proverbially rode him to the Super Bowl, um, making some big kicks along the way. The Browns have had some iffy kicking. Mm-hmm. And so while it was a little weird, they took, you know, um, the LSU kicker in the fourth round. Yeah. But if he's solid and hits everything he makes, then – it's a fine pick. Um, yeah, I pick some kickers, man. That's the the kicker is such a rolling of the dice of a dude. Like, uh, I mean, every now and again, like, I it's, don't know. It's, it's either a bust or it's a home run. Yeah. How like? Do you remember when Justin Tucker was drafted? Like, uh, what, was he was he pretty high? Hmm. Uh, let's see. Tucker was not selected in the 2012 Ooh. NFL draft. He was. Well, in, there you go. So he's he an was undrafted signed, free agent. He was, yeah, he was signed alongside Billy Cundiff, um, and uh, he was named the starter, and Cundiff was released. Wow, Justin Tucker, congratulations. What a great career Cund- that guy's had. Cundiff had at least one stand with the Browns. He may have had two, actually, uh, during some of the sucky years. Uh, uh, you are right. But- 2009 Cleveland and 2013 and 14. Yes. He has, 
He has played for the Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, Saints, Falcons, Chiefs, Lions, Browns, Ravens, uh, the Commanders, the 49ers, the Jets, and the Bills. Mm. So he's gotten more than a third of the league. We should play a game. What? We should get we should click the names of like all the AFC North kickers over the last year and also some names of like MLS players or something. Mm-hmm. And we'll like hit each other up and we'll be like we'll say a name and well I guess actually maybe we shouldn't do the AFC North because we know those very let's let's pick an well, I, I was gonna know. say if you do MLS players, I'm like I'm I would likely know all of those players. Okay. Maybe not MLS players, but like I'm just saying, like, there's been so many fucking kickers that have come and gone. Like, and look, Justin Tucker was an undrafted free agent. So, are you more, is it more likely, like, like it's a total crapshoot. Okay, you got, you were afraid someone else was going to draft him, so you drafted a kicker in the fourth round. You could have found a piece that could actually play on your team or provide depth or provide competition. Yeah, for, maybe he's great. I know, when I played Madden, I don't draft kickers in Madden. Come on. Mm-hmm. 